when inside the cave. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Oh, yeah. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. I'm going to show, man. This tight, though. I like this one. Inside the cave. This show is great. Inside the cave. Who said that? You're on the number one show. Inside the cave. He gave me a real zap in the gap. We're not about to play with you. Oh, that's funny. Inside the cave. How does Kat make her pudding? I don't, I don't know if y'all want me to tell that story completely. My, you guys gotta pull out your head. What comes up with this stuff? Inside the cave. Uh, thank y'all for being a major outlet. So a lot of people need that. Gang bangers. Turn around and interview you for having the best podcast in the nation. Don't want to be down with this ass. David, it's so <laughs> Inside the cave. Alright, cool. Welcome back inside the cave, the cavepodcast.com, and now inside the caveblog.com. I need everybody to go to inside the caveblog.com. Alright, check us out. We got all that's inside the cave 24-7. You can check us out. We're dropping blogs daily, hourly. We're all we're constantly on there. It's a great site. Make sure you go there inside the cave blog.com don't forget to follow us on twitter at cave crush instagram at cave crush and also instagram inside the cave and make sure you like our facebook page shout out to all our new subscribers uh for inside the cave podcast now on the google play store shout out to all you new subscribers we got the emails we got the uh, feedback and of course all of our longtime subscribers on iTunes, Inside the Cave. I, of course, the gracious host, the best host of all podcasts there is, am CB at I'm the Real CB. And next to me again, took a week off. He doesn't even take weeks off. It's God's greatest gift ever, Joe Dirt. I meant to call in sick. <laughs> yeah, you did a no call, no show last week, brother. Can't do that. Yeah, dock my pay. Okay, that's, that's easy. The country, the country rap tune. He is a southern baby. We got a fresh new Jay Z mix. Representing Jay Z for reasonable doubt, twenty years in the game. We got a southern country, southern rap tune by the big dog himself. What up, big dog? What's up with it, man? Yeah, man. And, of course, the wrap-up man, he wraps the show up. He is the official co-host of this show, Veli Vell. What up, people out there listening? It's your boy, Veli Vell. Find me on IG, Twitter, Facebook, all that good shit, Veli underscore Vell. And be looking out for me and my homie, Big Dog, because K-Crush is popping. That's the hashtag, K-Crush is popping. Already. Yeah, man, y'all y'all actually doing a good job of that. Now, Cat'll be in pretty soon. I had some uh, got some questions. We got a lot. We got a lot of stuff going. We got a good show today. We are still uh, interviewing the cast of Not Another Black Movie uh, on today's show. We'll be interviewing the the a director 
uh, executive producer of not a Jay Davis, not another black movie, uh, Dante Diesel. Uh, what's his last name? Is his last name Stone or something? I want to say Stone, but I'm not for sure. No, man, we went to school with Dante Stone. Ah, name is Dante damn. Williams. I'm, I'm tripping. Dante Williams. Dante Diesel Williams. I'm fucked up. My bad. Oh, my bad. But yeah, uh, it's a good interview, man. Dante's been uh, directing and editing, doing movies for I mean, videos and movies and projects for a long time. And uh, he is uh, the official director producer co-producer executive producer with but longtime partner of uh jay davis and uh they got a good thing going on not another black movie it's a real good interview he talks about you know so i uh, get to know a little bit of chicago's own man we got classic people here man we got hard-working individuals man so uh dante diesel what you say the last name williams what you say the last name yeah Dante Dante Diesel Williams. I apologize. We just call him Diesel, but I want to make sure you have his official name, Dante Diesel Williams, on inside. That's a bad look, CB. Nah, well, <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> they know me, man. They know me. You fucked up last week. You fucked up Janet's name last week. <laughs> Damn, nigga, I ain't hey. fuck up one night. I don't know, man. Exactly. Hey, that's why. That's why we try not to let them drink during interviews. Yeah, yeah. Fans gonna notice, brother. Hey. We got and the bad part is hell. I might not, I might be wrong. His last name might not be Williams. <laughs> hey, hey, we got an email about hey, me. You know, he, he likes getting credit for shit, so he can get credit for fucking up. <laughs> oh yeah, we got a good show. Also, we got Cat's Corner. Cat will be in pretty soon for that. Emails and complaints, and uh, International D is not going to be able to make it in. So CB will be doing uh, the Uga of the week, one that I think all of us can uh, agree with on this one. All right, well, let's get this show started with CB's opening rant. CB's opening rant on Inside the Cave. All right, I got a good one for you guys. Now, uh, <laughs> I wish Cap was here for this one, man. Maybe I should wait. But anyway, let me go ahead and kick it off like this. Uh, uh. Attractive women in major cities have a lot more options than attractive women in not so major cities, smaller cities. Uh, let me break this down for you. Now, uh, this this opening rant was actually inspired by a place that I visit frequently. Uh, I visit this place. Uh, Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturdays, and actually this week, Sunday, I visit this place. I'm there usually from 6.30 to 2.30. I can't tell you the name of this place because Big Dog, the official team leader of this show, told me I had to stop saying the name of this place. But I'm there a lot. And uh, what What's I know... Huh? <laughs> the buffet? Nah. The buffet? No, no, no. What I notice is that attractive women have more options than unattractive women now i know some of you people we we are the working man's podcast i like to look at us like that all right everybody who's at work working in a job working on the field working on a warehouse uh working on an assembly line who said that we're your favorite podcast i know that now look around look around or ask yourself you see an attractive woman working next to you if you're a true and blue working man you see attractive woman working next to you now if you're in a major city 
and you see an attractive woman working next to you, something happened wrong in her life because attractive women have more options than unattractive women. They don't have to work in that sweat house, warehouse, slop house that you're working at right now. They don't, attractive women don't have to work in the field. Unattractive women have to pick up the scraps. Now, if you're in a small city like, I don't know, Dubuque, Iowa, or uh, Nebraska, or maybe even Kansas City, Kansas, or Fort Wayne, Indiana, who said that? What's wrong Nebraska? I banged a uh, good-looking ass chick from Nebraska one time. Those women, because there's not other, they don't have the same options as the women in major cities. So they're forced to have to go to sweatshops and warehouses and take those type of jobs. Good looking women are not supposed to be working the in a- What's this, 19, 20 something sweatshops? Hey, good looking- <laughs> no damn thing. And I swear this dude be on one every week, man. Good looking women. How about they get some damn education? Good looking women do not have to this nigga says sweatshop. That's right. Welcome, Cat. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Good-looking women do not have to work in warehouses or so-called blue-collar jobs where you're getting dirty and stuff like that. In major cities, if they're doing now in smaller cities, they have to take the scraps because there's only so many bars or so many strip clubs that they can work at. So they're forced to do that. But good-looking women in major cities are not working next to you blue collar guys and but if the they gotta do with the and if they are working there are you done yet they're not as good looking as they think they are that is my open as my opening rant how about that in major cities there are more opportunities that's what i said no you said options like motherfucker got there's no damn sweatshop what the fuck are you talking about in Look. chicago you're gonna have more job opportunities than you would have in probably dubuque iowa Good-looking women do not have to, in major cities, they don't have to work at sweatshops and warehouses and assembly lines. They don't have to work. They don't have to work in warehouses and stuff like that because they have options because because they're good-looking. They're going to always get a job doing something. Every time you do this rap, man, you say something stupid. It's the truth. (laughs) Good-looking women. What's happening? What is TV? being misogynist about again. I'm just calling it like Man, it don't is. Don't even say something stupid, Joe. You have no idea. I'm just calling it like <laughs> it is. I don't know. I disagree with that, brother. Hey. You heard the stories. Good. Good. I, I, I understand that. But like I said, if they're working in one of those places, that means something went wrong in their life. A good looking... So my question is to you, what are they supposed to be doing? Using their looks to get to, to sit in a good a place where they're where they're gonna be looked at all day. Good looking women. But then when they do that, secretary. Then when they do that, that's right. Say they being hoes and using their looks to do nothing like Amber Rose. Good look like that. Bottom line is this: good looking women are supposed to be teachers, nurses, or sitting behind a desk. All that right? requires going to get an education. I ain't saw a good looking teacher when I was in school my whole damn life. You know what I'm saying? That's a lie. Like I said. Are you seriously like saying that because of the way you look, you should have a certain job? Exactly. If you're a woman, yes. So what cat should be working at? Cat, what did you used to do? 
I'm a teacher. Hey, who said that? Didn't I tell? Didn't I just say it? My point but exactly. In time, CB, I feel like as you know, and not to like toot my own horn, but I do believe I'm attractive, and I feel like I have to prove myself more. Exactly. Because well, look, be a freaky face. They don't know how intelligent and how dedicated I hey, am. It doesn't matter, cat. Cat. It doesn't matter. It, just get the check. Don't worry about what people think. You got the job, but based on your looks, get the cat. Get the check. Cash the check and be happy. <laughs> like she get the job because of her looks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so foolish. Congratulations, cat. You're kidding me. You've never been to like a McDonald's and saw a beautiful woman, and she just maybe those are, those are girls. Those are girls. Those are girls. Look, look, and and, 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 and to prove and to prove and to prove my point and to prove my point, women. I know there's gonna be women that's gonna be listening. And they're gonna be like, "What am I talking about?" Ask yourself yeah. this: If you're a woman, that, if you're a, if you're a woman and you're working at a desk job, and all of a sudden some six foot seven, three hundred and sixty five pound dude sits his big ass in the cubicle next to you, you're gonna be looking at him like, nigga, you couldn't find something else to do? What the hell are you sitting in a in a in a in a desk next to me for? That like, is so terrible. Do you know, like, you're 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 being so unfair about sexual harassment. You're saying that your girl isn't respected at her job, or they're only respecting her because she's attractive. Exactly. That's the only reason why they got the job. Now, in smaller cities, they have to pick up the scraps and and take what they can get. But in major cities, good looking women don't work in warehouses and blue collar, dirty jobs and stuff like that. If they, I don't know what he means by smaller or bigger cities, but do you agree with him? Of course they agree. I don't agree with nothing CB says. <laughs> I'm not even getting in the sense out of this fucking rant that he's going on right now. I'm just, I'm just Did ready. We finish so we done. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. I just wanted to let everybody know. So all you women that's uh, working in those blue-collar jobs in major cities and you think that you're attractive, chances are you're probably not that attractive, right? That is so hot to see, like, a woman, a gorgeous woman operating, like, a forklift. That like, is that's not. So that, that is not. That is not. A beautiful truck driver? Are you serious? Yeah, I love women that can drive a stick. <laughs> oh, who said that? Who said that? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That, that was my opening rant. Let's get into this. Kill yourself and start over. The first segment, the A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. All right, who you got? Kill yourself and start over for your opening rant. For your opening rant. We all nominate you. All right, man. Who you got, big dog? Hey, man, I got this this, uh, this couple out of uh, Arizona. Mm-hmm. They're some kind of TV news personality. Yeah. I think Kristen and, and Psalm is their name. But anyway... They got a four-month-old baby, and so she decides to breastfeed her kid after she done had a night of sniffing cocaine, her and her husband. I heard about this. <laughs> what the <laughs> Yeah, I heard about this. Wait, what? Now, you know how I feel about this segment. Mm-hmm. You know, I always feel like you should reset and start over. Right. But God damn it, they need to kill themselves and start over. Yeah, and I agree. That's the reason why we have this segment, big dog. There's people that do not deserve to live. All right? They deserve that's to... That's crazy. They, that's crazy. Why how would, in the fuck you going to do hard drugs and breastfeed? 
Nah, a kid gonna be up all running around everywhere. It's a kid. It's the, <laughs> hey, that's that's. Look, man, they top it off now. They go to the hospital. Won't even let the doctors run any kind of tests. You know, like to draw blood or anything. Yeah, because they know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they gonna take the kid against the will, you know, well against the wishes of the of the doctors, right? All right. Leave and go to another hospital, and still won't let them test the baby. What the fuck? Damn shame. That's what I'm talking about right now. Should they be thrown in jail? Man. If they was black, were they black? No. They, no, they white, bro. Hell That's no. what I thought. Because <laughs> they would have been locked up for 17 years. Cocaine a hell of a drug, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who you got, Joe Dirt? I got the man uh, who proclaimed he started all this shit with this damn opening rant. <laughs> What are you talking about? Who was that? What's his name? Z to the B. Oh, I heard of him. You, this don't, nigga with the you don't mean that. You don't mean no, that, bro. Seriously. Hey, who was the white girl, man, who was talking about Beyonce? And Jay uh, talked about it in, his, in one of his verses. Talking about that she don't smoke dumb shit. She's on Fox News. Yeah, she's dumb. Or, I <laughs> she's think racist. She's, she's no, she's not on Fox News. No, she's not on Fox News. My man at the BET Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She killed herself and started over. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I just saw that on Ball Alert. Yeah. She, she's one dumb bitch. That's what she is. Damn. Now, I'm pretty sure her family had uh, slaves and all that shit. How the hell are you going to say, uh, well, my family fought in the Civil War and there were more white people fighting in the Civil War for black people? Hey, well, that's because we was all fucking slaves. And the Civil War wasn't even about uh, letting black people free. She mm. needs to check out damn facts. Mm-hmm. Fucking idiot. Right. She don't have to check her facts, Joe. She could just kill herself and start over. Oh. There you go. I think Big Dog is starting to like this segment. Man, that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said he hates the segment. <laughs> oh, you got Bellyville. Uh, I'm going to give mine to two people this week. Okay. First one is our sweet governor. Again, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ronner, they uh, upped the money for teachers in the old CPS system, and this guy have the nerve to say, oh, that's not a big deal. We're not worried about the money that they're getting. Basically saying, their job is irrelevant and they ain't doing shit, and kids going to be in jail or dead anyway. Well, that's what happens when you vote a Republican in, and it's going it's gonna to get worse when you get a Republican president named Donald Trump, so. That's and they actually, they actually increased everything, but he still, you know, he, he still has some negative to say about it. Okay, and my second, uh, I, you know what, I, I probably should do re, uh, reset and start over, but I'm going to tell them to kill themselves and start over. Oh. E.T. Do they have anything else to show besides the fucking B.T. Awards? Oh. And uh, being Mary Jane? Mm-hmm. It's black entertainment television. So you mean to tell me all these black people in in America, in Hollywood, in New York, in Chicago, we don't have shit else to show but the same shit every fucking day? Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'll, I'll be out. But, but 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 if we pitch to them an actual reality show, a real documentary about SFK, we probably will get turned down so they can show BT Awards 2007 mm-hmm. for the 1700 time. I agree. I feel, yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, I love 
the fact that they're doing it. Uh, I wish we were utilizing uh, entertainment television a little bit more to our advantage. There are, like you said, so many unknown, amazing people out here doing wonderful films and videos and shows and making music, and we're not getting any of it on the station. You would think we would. Mm-hmm. Who you got, Kat? Uh, I don't have like a kill yourself inside of her, but it is like a reset, and it's really, really sad. The woman in Texas who killed her, both her daughters, shot both of her daughters. Oh, and yeah, I heard about that. Um, she basically suffered uh, from mental illness, depression, anxiety. Uh, the police had been called 14, 15 times to their home previous to this. Uh, the wife and husband were about to get divorced and she basically said she wanted to make him suffer so she chased one of her daughters into the middle of the fucking street shot her shot the other daughter went in the house reloaded the gun and shot her daughter dead and the other daughter unfortunately while they helicopter away helicoptered her away to the hospital she died when she got there so you know, the survivor was the husband, and he said she accomplished what she set out to do, which is to, you know, ruin his life. They basically had to shoot her, you know, so we we do see that, you know, police ain't scared to shoot white women either, because they definitely shot this lady because she was not trying to stop shooting her family. So, you know, I, I hate to be on soapboxes and preaching, but... Mental illness is for real. Mental health is for real. And maybe it's our legal system that needs to kill itself and start over. You know, when you go to somebody's house and three times, you know, you've been there for an attempted suicide, you know, that should be a red flag that the people in that home are in danger. But, you know, we don't we don't do that. So, yeah, it's a pretty sad story. And I would really like for that to be reset and started over. That is good, Kat. Would you like to let the twins speak today? Because I see they are here and they are active today. CB, come on now. Oh, okay. All right, cool. All right I got a few of them. Uh, I'm just going to run them down. Suge Knight, I met you. You was a, a real tough dude in uh, 2007. Uh, but this shit you pulling behind bars, man. Uh, you want to sue somebody? Like, brother, come on. Kill yourself and start over for that. I bet you uh, kill yourself and start over sounds pretty good for you right now, thinking about where you're at right now. Uh, Chicago police. Uh, the Chicago police is upset, saying they're not getting any respect from citizens in Chicago right now. Uh, they're saying that they're all, everybody is looking for a check, and it's hard, making it hard for them to do their job. So uh, I want the Chicago police, Cook County, uh, you guys kill yourself and start over. If I'm on my third divorce and the next woman says that, uh, you know, I can't complain and say that she's trying to make me hit her if I've been known for beating up wives. All right. That's what you guys are, Chicago police. You can't just look. You, you don't have a leg to stand on right now. All right. Uh, also. Well, actually, I think I believe that for uh, emails and complaints. But I do want to say this. It's a guy that uh, the di- the director of Law and Order just got arrested and sentenced to probation uh, for child pornography. I don't know if you guys ever watched Law and Order. but Yeah. One of the directors, I don't have his name in front of me. But one of the directors of Law and Order, a crime show, got is sentenced to probation, 10 years probation for child pornography. 
I just know this better not be the director from Law and Order SVU, because that that doesn't make any that doesn't make any sense. Like you you, you should know better than anybody. Uh, I mean, just these people or something. That, that's my kill yourself and start over. That is that is. That's, that sounds like a future episode. <laughs> For real, right? All right? Life imitates art, I guess. All right, that was kill yourself and start over. Oh. If you guys have kill yourself and start over, please email us to inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. And we will also not, if you have some ones, some things that we missed, email it to us. We'll put it on our new blog site, inside the cave blog.com. All right, we got a good lot, a lot of them coming. Uh, so here we go emails and complaints. Alright, emails and complaints. Cousin Lamar is not here. Man, he is uh he I think he's taking like the same family uh leave act that uh Sid is using because he hasn't he's been gone like about seven episodes now. This is not like him, but uh I got it I got all the uh feedback for this week and uh I must say Joe, I don't know if you heard from last episode, but you're pretty popular, brother. What did I do last episode? Uh, a lot of people are uh, commenting on your uh, on our interview with uh, Tony Ratcliffe, and people are still uh, talking about that. Uh-huh. So here we go. Uh, this is from Stan. Joe got schooled by Tony Ratcliffe. He should have just said he read the Bible, and not that he knows the Bible. I do know the Bible. I'm just telling you what Stan. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just telling you what Stan. <laughs> I'll just tell you what's that. Hey, what Bible verse was that? Right. <laughs> what chapter was that? Hey, hey, Cat, you said that last week. You said, oh, I wish Joe was here because I know what he would have said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got a good one from uh, Stacy. Stacy is a new subscriber to Google Play. She says, Google Podcast is much better and easier than listening on SoundCloud. Glad you are on Google. Thank you, Stacy, for listening. All right. Stacy, Stacy, here we go. This is from Shayna. I literally turned on Inside the Cave and they were talking about tight vaginas. And on the same episode, they were having a serious discussion on religion and bettering the black man. Yep, you just never know what you might get from Inside the Cave. We know we're very diverse on here. We can we can talk about cats, kittens. Like we're doing right now, or we can just flip it and talk about positive stuff as well. So you just never know what you might get on Inside the Cage, Shana. But thanks for listening. Uh, here we go. This is from um, you guys. Got anything on that on Shana? What she said. You guys got anything? Or I'm just gonna run through. All right, I'll just run through it. All right, here we go. This is from uh, on Twitter at our Cave Crush page. No, this is a, yeah at Team Beautiful. Team Beautiful Row. Okay, I just watched this whole interview talking about the Ronnie Rose interview, and not one time did she say she's not the side chick. Hashtag Curry is hitting that. You can't prove that, brother. So I don't. I mean, that's a, that's a stretch. I don't know how you could just say that, but you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know how you can say that, but. Everybody can Who cares, have, man? have their own opinion. So what if he was? All right, here exactly. we go. Uh, you go hit some. 
Yeah, get your own. Here we go. Keith from YouTube. I wish Ronnie Rose was my boo. Smart. Okay, Keith. Exactly. Okay, Keith. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I give her the message, Keith. Here we go. Uh, this is from... Fucking Mark. Mark out with your heart out, Keith. Uh, here we go. This is from Rock. I had to... I had to... If you smell the rock. Oh, not that rock. No, not that rock. Rock. I had to listen to the Aunt Viv episode three times just to get to the interview. Why it takes so long. Well, Rock, let me tell you something. I know that we uh, put these episodes out and we always highlight the interviews. But I just read a poll in uh, a Quinnipedic poll that says that Donald Trump... Is more honest than Hillary Clinton, and people like that about Donald Trump. So I'm going to give you some honesty. Inside the cave, yes, we have guests on the show, but the show is not really about them. That just that we just bring them on. This show is really about me. I mean, really about us. All right, it's not about the guests. It's really about us. Okay. So you're gonna, we're not just going to give you the guest right away, brother. We're going to make you wait. That's how this goes. Just like any other show. All right. Fast forward button. Yeah. Hey, we, we appreciate you listening. But the key part was you said you had to listen. You didn't have to do a goddamn thing, brother. Right. Yeah, but just keep but on listening. At the same time, we appreciate you listening. Appreciate you listening. All right. Here we go. And this is a good one. Big Dog and Cat, I hope you're ready. Because uh, I'm not. Cat I sp- and the Dog. I, I spoke on this last week and I'm not speaking on it no more. Uh, this is from uh, this is from Cheryl. She said, and I'm not going to even uh, say nothing this week. She says CB. Uh, she says CB is an asshole. I don't know. I already know what she's talking about. I don't know how Cat deals with him. I would have been. I would have been quit. How dare he tell Steph Curry's wife to sit down and shut up? How about you go tell your mama to sit down and shut up? Damn. Okay, well, teacher's on, Cheryl. I'm not got nothing to say. Big dog, how you feel about that discussion uh, we had last week about Steph Curry wife? I think the bitch should need to sit down and shut up. <laughs> you gotta be a bitch, though. Goddamn right. Goddamn, CB. Hey, this is CB. Cheryl, you need to sit your ass down, too. <laughs> hey, man, it's like this. Steph Curry is a brand. Mm-hmm. And his bread and butter is the NBA. Right. And we wouldn't even know who his wife is if it wasn't for the NBA. Who said that? So, with that being said, if she does anything to jeopardize their income, it doesn't make sense. Mm. Now, she don't give a fuck about endorsement deals and all that good shit in this real PC era that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. She can tweet and do all the fucking social media that she want to do. Right. Yeah, exactly. She worried about getting that check. She need to tone that shit down, bro. Right. She, she better remember Steph ain't signed that new contract yet. He ain't even the highest paid player on the team yet. Right. So dramatic. You guys need to take your vaginas off. She wasn't oh. tripping. She wasn't crying. She wasn't cussing. She, she just said crying. like any you know, like any mom who's watching her kid on the field. You know, fuck you, ref. You know, like she's just being excited about the game. All she said was they cheated. What that's games you go to? Fuck you, ref. Come out like, gosh. The NBA is rigged. Steph Curry's wife. She can't do that. Exactly. 
He he wins two back to back MVPs in seventy three games, but it's not rigged until LeBron shit on him. Now it's rigged. Isn't that a natural reaction though? You guys are. This is what I'm saying. Why you no, guys? Hey. You hate, you contradict, you being contradictory. She grew a vagina all of a sudden. Everybody was like, oh my God, no, she shouldn't have said anything. Stop it. Because if you're watching your woman playing it in the WNBA and something foul happens, it doesn't matter. You're going to, you're going to well, yell well, it out at well, the Well, let me stop, let me stop you there, Kat. Tell there's, the CB, there, I know what you're about there's, to say. There's, there's, there's no man that has a girlfriend or a wife in the, in the WNBA. Cause, cause <laughs> there's girlfriends that have girlfriends in the NBA. Exactly. Uh, bad, bad it's example. a couple, but it's and, not a and, lot. And, and, and Veli, not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Matter of fact, CB, let's make that part of a stat fact. <laughs> How many women in the WNBA have men compared to women? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> and, and the finals was rigged. Do the research. <laughs> they, they suspended Draymond for nothing. That's how they won. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Steph might as well just walk in there and just cuss out the uh, commissioner. The man <laughs> threw the mouthpiece at the customer, at the face. <laughs> if that was J.R. Smith, he wouldn't play no more games in the rest of the finals. Hey, I'm gonna tell you how smart he was. He made sure that he didn't hit. He should do the right person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if he had to hit the wrong person, his ass would have got suspended. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Now, like it used to be, you know, you could watch and you could feel that people really could, you know, play basketball. So many rules and so many, it's just, it's boring now. It's boring. So, of course, they want her to tweet something crazy. Like, you don't think the NBA wanted that publicity? Like, you know, it made, it made, it, it trended. People love They got a scandal out about the NBA being rigged. I don't I try, think they want it. Big dog. I, I tried to tell it, The whole game is. It's really right now geared around somebody like Steph Curry. But you're making her words so heavy. You're making her be upset about a game she watched. She didn't just come out of nowhere and say it. She was watching her man play the game. And she overreacted like any person who loves, whose loved one is competing. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. So do you think a man can come to your... Uh, place of work. I try to tell the big dog. If I'm in a singing contest, right? I'm in a singing contest. And, you know, I sang my heart out. I sang my soul. Sing something. Sing heart and soul out. And I and, and for some reason, they don't pick me for whatever reason. And and, and, and and other people in the audience are going, yeah, it's rigged. It's rigged. And he getting hyped up. And he'd be like, man, this is rigged. Or he say, "Man, this is this is bogus." Like he, she didn't cuss. She ain't kick a water bottle over. She just tweeted an a, a angry thing. And yeah, some people got offended, but get over yourselves. I mean, it's not that. I think you're making it so much bigger. Really, it's Ice wife who got excited watching the game. How many basketball wives aren't just out spending their husband's money all day? Like, she's there, she's involved in the game, and I think that's what's bothering you guys, that she actually is watching it, and she even has a comment. Like, I think it's a boys club, and you guys are a little upset that adorable Aisha is in there making cakes and baking cookies and being pretty and talking- love cakes and cookies. You know what, baby? I'm, I'm gonna break it down and make it real simple. Dog. You can't shit what you eat. Hmm. And she so, Honestly, cat. See, the thing is, we personally don't give a fuck how much she raised hell and how much she tweet. But what I'm saying is, in this in this day and age, 
with everybody being so sensitive, what she gonna do is force the NBA to react. She's not. Like, and she's not really to react yet. Stop being hypothetical and let's the first look. Thing, the first thing that happened on ESPN, that was, that was the main story. Because that's news. It's news. Like, she didn't cheat on him. She didn't, you know, punch out a ref. She just made a stupid comment. And you all are, like like I said, villainizing her. And all no, she's because no. Be- and she didn't get ghetto. She ain't get up and cuss and fuss. She ain't kick nothing over. She just was angry, guys. Get over it. So like, you're still if, talking about this? Goodness. If you go into an event, you and your guy, you know, in some and kind I'm of, watching some kind of fun. Hell yeah. Your guy decides, your guy gets drunk and he cuts up. Yeah, she wasn't drunk. This is what I'm saying. It's not the point. The, not the point. The, Same it thing. Is it is the point because she wasn't. She showed her ass. That's, that's the point. She showed that's her, what she her ass. Big dog. She showed her ass. And it wouldn't be a conversation. It would be okay. A tweet, period. She made a tweet. Stop making it like she declared it. Like she's wearing a t shirt for it. Stop it. She loves the NBA. She's watching it. Like I said, I think that's what's bothering you guys. That she's she loves the NBA, she should do a twerk video. If I'm watching my kid play a game or my spouse competing and I get in the heat of the moment, who knows what's going to come out? Who knows? Yeah, if you're watching your child play sports and you go and down there and you get to yelling at the coach, you know where your kid going to be at. <laughs> Tell the dog. Oh, the motherfucking bitch. Whatever, it's all hypothetical. I'm just, I'm just telling you how it go. It, I mean, look. It's okay. Like that. That's this is what I'm saying. You guys are trying to to make her have a feeling that she wasn't even intentionally trying to do. Stop trying to, to, to put a rationalization in your mind about her behavior. Because that's, no. That's not I don't it. know. How, only thing I know is what she tweeted, and what she yeah. tweeted was the NBA is rigged. Well, Oh my You're making it seem like she said Fuck the, the specific people in the office All she said was this shit is rigged The same shit you were saying Monopoly If you were playing Monopoly And you were losing You might say this is rigged You ain't never played no video game And threw your controller And broke the but like, you know, like, Fuck the PlayStation <laughs> Fuck it out way Stephen A. Smith said Like I said you guys this story. That's, that, that's true. That's, 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 it's the same thing. That's, that's cat and the dog. A cat and the dog. That's that's true. True. But look, but like you said, that, that just like because why this woman's small this this comment she's made. Like you guys are treating her like Kanye all of a sudden. Like stop. Like to see a Kanye video in that bed, in that bed. Yeah, hey, but just like you said, Kat, you you even just said when ESPN came on, it was the top news. So apparently, she said something that was above just some simple shit to tweet. Yeah, well, uh, she didn't just say, "Oh, they lost." This was bogus. No, she said something that made the news. It made the news for a reason. Tell me, what was the consequence of that? Is it over now? Is it the top tweet now? Is he still in the NBA? Like- Look, Kat. If your if your take time was wet, I will agree with you a hundred and one percent. Okay, <laughs> and you're right. The NBA is whack right now. It's whack. That's a whole other topic. It's whack because you got these young ass players coming in the fucking league too early. Yeah. But that's a whole other topic. You can't 
I'm going in, I'm I'm entering the draft and I only fucking average three point one point a game and I'm the number seven pick. That's why the league is weak. That's a whole other topic right there. Yeah. Well, uh, you, you, you see headlines, but it's not something that was important catching right. people here. Well, you, well, let me just end this uh, emails and complaints. Well, complete. look here, man. At the end of the day, all she had to do was tweet out some new photos instead of tweeting out something and everything would have been all right. You. Well, let me uh, end this uh, little segment, emails and complaints, and the question of the day like this. Uh, you guys are not going to be able to convince Kat. All right. I tried it last week. She didn't go. You guys are not going to be able to convince her. Like I always said, she's going to make somebody a great ex-wife. All right? And she just proved it. All right? If she doesn't understand her role. You guys, I just know the King's English very well. I speak English very competently. And I know how to express my point of view. And I'm sorry if it seems as if I am over you know overbearing but if you know if i can if i can explain myself and i think i do pretty well you guys can just be a little misogynistic you get real like manly man and you gotta remember like it's a lady here guys yeah well what's wrong with better misogynist i like massages uh, at the end of the day you don't shit where you eat all right let's end it there sleep with the co-worker or you don't you know like but to get upset and say man this job is ridiculous you know when you have a bad day I don't think that's a penalizing or an incriminating or a demoralizing statement to me alright let's get into this then that was that was interesting right, well, that, that, that was emails and complaints uh, with CB doing it that was a spirited debate yeah it turned into a debate uh, as it did a lot of people are upset of with the Aisha Curry thing. But let's get into this. Uh, International D's Uga of the Week. Let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. Let's describe a certain female. The definition of Uga is pretty much an ignorant, uh, uh, unattractive, not knowing how to act individual. And it can usually be of a certain persuasion. Female with a disease of character and attitude. If you will, a snob. It's time for International D's Uga of the Week on Inside the Cave. Now, uh, D is not here, but I got a good one for uh, D. And when you think about when D started the whole Uga gimmick, this right here and what Minister Jap has been talking about over the past couple weeks this right here is the reason why we have this term and name called Uga. You black women just don't get it. Now, International D has went on record and said that Uga is not specifically catered toward black women. But he said 90% of the time it normally is a black woman. And some people think that that's wrong. But this story right here proves why International D has called a lot of you black women Ugas. All right, you guys ready for this? <laughs> Kyrie Irving had an all-white boat party. Bunch of white girls everywhere. And who got mad? Black women. Black women were mad because they weren't invited to be slutted out on a, on a boat party with a bunch of NBA players. That's why you black women, all you black women who were upset that Kyrie Irving didn't invite you to 
the boat party. <laughs> you guys are this week's Uga of the week. What do you think about that, Joe? I mean, what the fuck are they upset for? That's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, trying that's to. the man's preference. They can go be some hoes somewhere else. That's what I'm saying. It's like... Uh, I threw a video. Uh, I mean, shit. We can go uh, get a little paddle boat. Okay, I, I don't like Michigan. Y'all can join me. That's what I'm... Y'all want to be around somebody with a bunch of dudes. I, I don't get that. You know, the black women, all they talk about is they want respect and all this. They want to be treated a certain way. And then all of a sudden, this, this black man decides he wants to disrespect a bunch of white girls and black women are upset that they didn't get invited to it i was so pissed off when i when i heard the story i'm like if my daughter would have ever came home crying about the only the white girls were invited to an nba players boat party i'll be like oh that, that, that would just piss me off so all you black women that are upset that you didn't get a chance to be tramps and a bunch of sluts on Kyrie Irving's uh, boat party. You are the ooh, this week's Uga of the week. No good bitches. Um, I think that is very Uga-ish. I think uh, that's very sad that anybody upset about not being invited to anything is very childish. Like, you know, if you wasn't invited, it wasn't your time to go. Stop tripping. I don't care if it was a boat party with monkeys on it. Like, if I wasn't invited, I wasn't invited. I'm not going to trip about it. And um, as I guess my Uga of the week now is Kyrie Irving. Oh, wait a minute. Why? That is, I think that is like the most tasteless, trashiest shit. If I ever heard that my son did something like that, I would be more embarrassed. What do you do? What do you do? He just won the championship. What is he supposed to do? He's supposed to celebrate. Then we don't need to know about it. Then, then go do that on your own. But that's a little disrespectful to me, like of, of women in general. Like it doesn't matter what color they are, you know, especially to get a boat full of white women. Like, you know, I understand you want to celebrate and such, but that is kind of like, again, misogynistic. <laughs> like that's kind of, I mean, I, I'm sure people do it every day. But again, that's not something that I would want my son to announce how he celebrated. Like it's like a bachelor party. You don't tell people what goes on. You don't tell people with fifty nine white bitches. You don't like make that announcement. You know, you there is the responsibility with being a champion. And you know what I mean? Like I just I'm sorry if I if I'm if I'm blowing everybody high, but like now I feel like that's kinda that's when I and while I was listening to you. I'm thinking like that's fucked up. That's terrible. That that's how that young man decided to celebrate his victory. Like that's that's and then to like let it be known. Like you, oh. like I would want my my father. I would want to hear about that later on in my life. Like so, Dad, you had how many white bitches on a boat? Like I'm not gonna. Say so it is it because is it because of I mean? the is it because it's the hey, white? Uh, I got a question, CB. Yeah. How much money do Kyrie make for you? Uh, he make pretty good, about twenty five million. Now the video that I saw was, it just showed one section of the boat, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. I, I'm quite sure the boat had to be a hell of a lot bigger than that for the kind of money he makes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So normally when you go to a party, people be kind of cliquish, right? Yeah. Okay, so who's to say that whoever was in that area just happened to film that particular section? But 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 this is this is not a but this is I'm not, sure Kyrie, 
And at the same time, he has who he parties with. I'm sure he had some black women on that doing a service. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? This is not a party that a a, a decent woman should even want to be invited to. Like, like, what's wrong with women? Are women women fucking crazy or something? Like, I mean, but how's they gonna be a basketball? If the title of the article was Kyrie Irving hires 15 Caucasian prostitutes for a boat party, you know what I mean? It, it, that's basically what, you know, he did, kind of. But it just doesn't sound good. You know, like it's Was nothing. that the title? Oh, somebody tweeted that out. That's not the title. Somebody probably, she probably made that up. So, let me get this straight. All the sisters are upset because they couldn't get hold out. That's right. what I was trying to tell. Like that's no shit like that. That's, that's, that's you know what it is. They want to be on the boat so they can get on the next episode of uh, Basketball Wives. Yeah. They want to get pregnant so they can get some shine on TV. That's what all that is. Instead of going to get a job and becoming one of the servers or something like he hired. You know what I mean? See? Go be the help or something. White women, white women just want to have fun. According to CP, they can't be attractive if they're sweeping up. <laughs> yeah, oh, true. you got a point there. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That is, a, that, is a, that is a fact. All right. Well, that's my Ugo of the week. All you black women that was upset that you couldn't be uh, Kyrie Irving's sluts and tramps and whores on the, on the boat party. Uh, you, not only are you this week's Ugo of the week, you can go kill yourself and start over. Hey, they should have tried to find what's his name. What's what's the one that's walking around with a, with no shirt on? Uh, Jr. Smith. <laughs> yeah, they should have. They get on Jr. Smith boat. I mean, did you see the way Jr. Smith was treating that white woman in Vegas and like black women? You want to be that? He Jr. Smith poured two bottles of champagne on this chick, and black women upset. Why couldn't he do that to me? Oh, where? Who? 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 Fa- you can't fuck up a black woman's hair. That's why. Who fathered these? Fucking women, Jesus Christ! Like you upset that you couldn't be somebody's slut, Jesus. Oh, I don't know. Hey, Kat, if you was at a party and a guy poured champagne all over your head and you just got your hair done, <laughs> if I was sitting in a pool of water, a pool of champagne, and he poured champagne on me, no, thank you, sir. I don't need your help. Okay, in two thousand and one, though, what, what would you? You would have been cool with it back then. Though. <laughs> Him. I was younger then, so yeah. my my attitude was very combative, and we probably would have went at it. Nah, two thousand one, we yeah, you would have been getting it in in that champagne. Uh, mm, mm, sorry, boo, I'm not trying to get on Kyrie Irving boat. Like mm-hmm. that don't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. You forget, I know. Why you trying to get Captain Moet titties? I'm, I'm just saying, like y'all know me from CB back in the day. I was the one pouring champagne on niggas. You trying to get? You trying to get Captain Moet? Uh, that's right. That's right. You did. You did used to treat Danny like a little slut. Very good for your hair. Champagne is great for your hair. Yeah, hey, Cat, you're right. You did used to treat Danny like a little slut, like those little sluts that. Don't you say that? Don't you say that? Take that, Steve. I'm not saying that. That wasn't us, D. That wasn't us. All right, that was Ugo of the week. Don't forget, we got Dante Diesel Williams or Stone or whatever, but he's a great film director. He's he's really, a, bro. He got, he's a great film director for uh, Jay Davis really, new Jay Davis new movie, man. We just hey, just call him Diesel, man. It's a great interview. Nope. He's coming up. So what you gonna what you gonna do? If we get Oprah on the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, we we got a uh, what's her name? Cat uh, Harpo uh, o- Oprah. Hey. Oprah. Win, 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 win,
Yeah, well, we got Dante Diesel. He coming up pretty soon, so you can check that out, man. They're doing great things for Jay Davis' new movie, Not Another Black Movie. Apologize for messing the name up. I'm bad with this stuff. But anyway, check that out. But let's get into this. Oh, don't forget this. Big Dog has a Jay-Z country rap tune mix. We're celebrating 20 years of Jay being in the game. Reasonable doubt. The greatest. The greatest. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into this Cat's Corner. It is now time for Cat's Corner on Inside the Cave. Oh. All right, if you want to participate in Cat's Corner, all you have to do is email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. You can send us messages toward Cat, any kind of relationship question, any advice you need. Just ask us and we'll get it to Cat inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Facebook us inside the cave, or you can DM us, jump in our DM at Cave Crush or at Inside the Cave. All right, Cat, we got. Um, <laughs> Some inter- we got a lot of people with race relation uh, questions. We got two of them with, about race relationships. All right, here we go. You ready, Cat? All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. This is from Lance. Lance says, I am in an interracial relationship with a beautiful black woman. I plan to marry her, but her family isn't into me because I'm white. It's not official, but I can tell they're not into me because of my race. What do I do? This is from Lance. Oh, Lance, honey, that's easy. If you love her, then you love her. Uh, then you marry her. Because one thing about black folk is they talk a whole lot of shit. But if you're doing the right thing, you're the first one they're going to come talk to. They Everybody, all the uncles going to want to put their hands in their pockets and swish around their change and keys share their stories and I mean don't don't allow um if you know this is the woman for you then it's the woman for you and 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 the wonderful thing if I can you know get all spiritual the wonderful thing about love is it is extremely contagious so you can't have uh, a love that you say you know if you love this lady and uh, uh your love is for real then everybody's gonna feel it regardless so I don't think you have to worry about the relatives or family members like that at all. You'll just be known as the white boy in the family. And if you can be okay with that, then I think y'all will be okay. What y'all think? What's his name, Lance? Lance. Did he say where you from? No, he didn't. He didn't say. Well, that's what you do, my homie. Go to a black barbershop, let them cut you up. Oh, okay. Go get you some skinny jeans and sag them. Get you a gold front made, put it on your teeth, and then show up at the uh, barbecue. Mm. Because if they think that you black, like then they'll, they'll, they'll mess with you then because they can uh, make fun of you. Well, well, Joe, let me ask you this. How Now, if Lance does all this stuff and turns himself into a, a, a nigga, uh, how often is he going to be allowed to use the, the N-word and be able to say nigga? I'll use it repeatedly so you can get your ass moved. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's like an initiation. You get jumped in. I'm, hey, what's this sound like one of Joe answers? This is what you do. When you having sex with her, call her a nigga. Damn. <laughs> if Damn. she punched the shit out of you, don't do it again. But if she get turned on, keep going. Mm-hmm. Just don't do that shit around her brothers. Lance, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
right, here's another one. Here's this now. This I don't know if these two are related to each other, but they're back to back. Uh, this is from Daryl. Now check this out. Daryl says my sister is dating a soft ass white boy. Yeah, he got a good job and good credit, but he a pussy though, and my sister can do better. That's right, from Daryl. He got a good job, and good credit. And he ain't sitting on the couch eating all the Cheerios and shit. That's I don't it. see a problem with that, Daryl, at all. As a matter of fact, you should be excited that, you know, your sister has somebody who um, can give another perspective to a family. Like, people are so selfish sometimes. They forget that, like, families are made up of different personalities. We all ain't got to be ready to fight at the barbecue. We all don't steal from other people. Have. Like, we need a mix of relatives. We need the white boy with a good attorney in the family. Like, we need that. Just like they need us to show them how to do the cha-cha slide. Like, Damn. it's definitely <laughs> so many that's so stereotypical, cat. Yeah. Come on, that's just so racist, cat. Come on, cat. I'm not even. I'm being raceful right now, and I'm saying that there are so many gifts that each race can give, and there are so many things that a soft ass white boy can get away with and do that you can't. So don't be mad. Be glad you got somebody on your team who you can call, and they can call and be like, well, you know, where is he at? I'll come and get him. Well, you know, let me see what I can do. Those types of answers you need in your family. So. I don't see. I don't. I don't trip, boo. It's all right. You you will ask for them both then, because I'm sure he'll help you out too. He might know the number to a good account. So you never know. Like, take advantage. So, so you saying, dog wouldn't let the white boy on his barbecue grill, or make, or he won't let him make baked beans <laughs> for no, the barbecue. I'm just saying, but that ain't his place. You know what I mean? His place is to bring the case of beer. You know what I mean? Like he know, you know, he's gonna spend the money on some good liquor for the barbecue. Like that's that's we all have our place. You know, you can't have everybody just coming to eat up your food. White folks are notorious for bringing something. They're gonna bring a fish. They're gonna bring some cake or some wine. They're gonna come with something, and you're gonna need that at your party. I don't well, see. Bring it. that stove bought ass potato salad. Jaeger, Jaegermeisters. They know, right? They know better, but they're gonna be the first ones to start the shots. Woo! They're gonna get rowdy. Yeah, show me how to do it, bro. Like they're gonna want it. <laughs> <laughs> how many black people you saw playing beer pong? Uh, hey, I play football. That's fun. Hey, it is. <laughs> That's what the white boys do. This is what I'm saying. So instead of you can teach him how to play dominoes or spades, and he can teach you how to play horseshoe. Or cricket or something like you. You can do more at your barbecue now because you've expanded the people at your barbecue. Well, you can teach just that nigga the right way. Just don't cross the line. Right. Just don't just don't slam the dominoes too hard on somebody Auntie Thelma's table and get your ass fucked up, boy. Don't get crazy. Don't try to do no nice tricks after you to drink up all the beer you brought. Like, no, nah, keep it cool. Sit down, you know. But you can. Always come and have a good time. You in a safe space. We ain't gonna let nobody do nothing till you rob you or nothing. You good, and they're gonna feel comfortable. So I, you know, he should be more than willing to let, you know, this is this soft ass white boy as he calls him. Let him in, let him in, cause you need some in your crew. Hey dog, what if he asks you for some drink? <laughs> hey man, he can't handle that drink. <laughs> <laughs> hey hey Ronald, uh, what's up with that drink? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I say everybody got their place. You'll be bro. Hey, bro. 
Hey, bro, what, what you sipping on over there? All right. Uh, you know can everybody has their place. Everybody has a position, and if everybody play their role, then we good. You know. Make sure you tweet that to uh, Lisa Curry. Whatever. I knew uh, you was going to say that. Ah, there you go. I seen it coming. All comes back full circle. Because I just think she was watching the game. You guys are making it. You like can't it. make excuses for a cat. You know already. You no. can't prove it. Whatever. You guys. Everybody are. has a place. Just, just take that tampon out, please. Her place is to sit her ass over in the stands and be quiet. You guys are very <laughs> bad now. Let's get off the ladies' vaginas. Here we go. This is uh this is the last one. Uh, now this was interesting. I'm sure we're gonna have a, a huge discussion on this. Uh, we can't make this stuff up. Here we go. This is from Patrice. <laughs> it's, this is this, this this is just how she says it. My boyfriend's nuts stank, <laughs> but but he a baller though, and I can't leave him. Uh, we have done it in the bath, shower, and his nuts still stank. What do I do? Leaving him is not leaving him is not an option. His nuts stank. Okay. I'm going to mess with somebody with some stanky nuts before. Are like you rocking like you need a cigarette? Right. This is not the first discussion about this. I've met. I, I know a young lady. She's very professional. She met an equally professional gentleman, but she realized he has terrible hygiene. And that is something, while it's easy to correct, it's just sad that an adult has terrible hygiene. <laughs> I, I I feel some kind of way about this. He go wash your ass, you nasty son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Use some D-Ray. Some men, there are some men who think they are supposed to stink because they're men. He's like, a baller, though. There are some men who think, "Well, I'm supposed to have a, I'm supposed to have a scent." Just like there are women who think there's. Who said that shit? Look, y'all, y'all not hearing me, and I'm not talking about like niggas that's on the block. I'm talking about men who have wonderful jobs, great careers, great fathers, but they yeah. have issues. They let have me, issues with. Let me let me catch a let me catch a nigga or a chick talking about some. I ain't wipe my ass a hundred percent. I need to leave a stench so they can know this is my house. Yeah, all right. You don't even forget that house. Y'all do this, and I've heard guys do this. I've heard guys say to another chick, like, man, Tasha was talking to Ron, but she say Ron stink. And my response to this nigga is, so why you ain't tell him he stink? Like, why aren't we communicating? Because he's trying to hit Tasha, that's why. But then, <laughs> he feels stink though at the end of the day she's just pushing him to another bitch so she could be like you stink like communicate if you don't like the way his shit smells honey communicate baby i don't like the odor we can do something about that that is so easily rectified tell him don't be childish this is serious shit because there are grown men out here who and think women just because they work 40 hours on the Pepsi truck, they can just come in and lay their stinking ass on the couch. And, and women. And women. I'm going to go there. And women. No, baby. We all don't have a scent. And it has a lot to do with many things. What you eat, what you drink. If he drink, if y'all drinking Hennessy, if he, if he drinking Bombay Sapphire every time y'all get, get together, then yeah, he's going to stink. This is a health issue 
tell him that you want to address this and fix it because it is so easy. It may be something as simple as changing the brand of soap you use. That could make all the difference. Or using soap. Or using soap for that matter, or or the way you're wiping. Maybe he's washing a way that's bringing a scent somewhere else. reaction to the detergent. We don't know, but if we don't, <laughs> we'll never be able to fix it. Yeah, you can't wipe your ass, then wipe your balls, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I agree with that too If you're gonna fuck somebody Whose balls smell Then you have a problem too Because I'm gonna have to address that immediately We have to take care of that So she's with a baller with bad balls All she care First statement is But he's a baller Yep but see, here it is. I don't care if he's a baller or a popper. Help him. Help him. Don't let him go. Right. Thinking that he, he is a baller right now. His balls stink. Like, you definitely write about the balls. Because if they smell the way, and I, I, can, I can only imagine what you have to go through because his attitude is probably real bougie. And he expecting you to suck his thing all the damn time because he a baller. As he should. Y'all know it smell like oxtails. Like he's not really sure. Well, look, look, look. Well, look. Let me. Well, look, look. Got chilling testicles. Let me just step in. All right. You see how she's sitting over there? She ain't saying that, and she dealing with that motherfucker that stink. Well, let me say. Let me step in. I'm just saying though, CB. But you, you you peep that part of it out, right? That's what I'm about to say. See the thing. Okay. So with that being said. Steph Curry to tell his wife. Oh, another one. Hey, see. When you're with somebody just because of the money, it turns into a job. See, we all got jobs we don't like. We all have to work in hazardous conditions and stuff like that. Look here. Stanking balls just have to be one of the hazardous conditions you're just going to deal with if you want that money. Don't you go wash your man balls for him. Take a good sneaky time and go wash your man balls. He a baller and you know it and you haven't bought something that can help him. Like you haven't investigated so he can invest in his damn self. Oh, that's cause she like that shit. She like them stinky smelly balls. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, that was Cat's Corner. We'll be right back with more Inside the Cave. Uh, and you can listen to Dante Diesel from the hit the director of Jay Davis movie. Uh, not another black movie, Dante Diesel. That's coming up next on Inside the Cave. The order of the week. Enjoy. No, man, all bitches are the same, just like my hoes, you know. I keep them broke. Wake up one morning with some money that's subject to go crazy, you know. I keep them looking good, pretty, and all that, you know, but no dough. When I get a bitch, I got a bitch. Ooh, right on. Remember that Mac the Bear? Yeah. I tried to steal one of my bitches. Yeah, I called him up on the telephone. I said, hey, man, come on over to the pad and let's wrap a taste on it, you know? So when he comes over, I told her to give him a little taste, because she sure as shit wasn't getting none from me. <laughs> See, that nigga wanted the honey. All we wants is the money. You're on the number one show inside the cave. Three Lee Film. Dr.
Chair Heinrich Pullman. I am here with Mr. Daryl Jones. It is our first session. So, Daryl, why don't you tell me a little bit about your family? <laughs> my family. Okay, there's my sister, Veronica. When I tell you she's crazy, I'm surprised that she ain't killed herself by now. Look, in her head, she actually believes her and her husband are still together. They're not still together. They are not. Dear Diary, I'm starting to believe Charles is cheating on me. Just the other day, he asked me to take the kids to school, and I agreed. And then I realized we don't have any children. What? What the hell is wrong with you? We can hear everything you're saying. Would you please just move out? Go. Please. Go. I don't understand. What? Then there's my Uncle Earl, a professional alcoholic. He is certified a drunk. your little brother Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy is one of the top five assholes in the world. When I talk about womanizing, lying, deceitful dudes, let me say this. I'm not about murder, but if the purge was real, <laughs> Jimmy ass would be out of here. Oh my God, baby, I'm so glad you're here. This crazy ass wild woman came in here, had sex with me all night, not to need like $25 to get home. Baby, let's give her what she wants. Oh! That is without a doubt the worst thing I've ever heard. Hey, hey, Doc, ask my brother about his low sperm count. Y'all talk about that yet? Jimmy, get the hell out of here, man. No, wait, you gonna talk about stuff? Let's talk about it. Ask him how he got this fine-ass wife at home who he can't get pregnant because his sperm count is lower than Charlie Sheen's white blood cell count. Ask him that. Inside of the game with CB, the leader, Joe Dirt, Dirty Joe, Valley Val, Frugal Valley, Big Dog, Bull Tide, said, <laughs> Cousin Lamar, International D, the International Lover, and Cat, Inside the Cave, the number one podcast in Shy. Who said this? Alright, we're still on set. Not another black movie. Now we're here with the director. Director, executive producer. What other uh, titles you got? Cinematographer. Right. <laughs> I'm like, you missing a couple of and them. We're, and we're at his crib. <laughs> right. Right. Put that on there. Hey, we're here with Dante Diesel. What's up, brother? Hey, how y'all doing? I'm glad to be here. Well, I said I'm at home, but yeah, I'm glad right. that y'all are here. <laughs> my, my house. Hey, we glad to be alive. Right. Glad to be here on Earth. Exactly. Uh, happy Father's Day to happy you guys Father's that are Father's Day to you too. Right back at you, brother. Thank you, man. Now, now, now Diesel, man, you done did uh, work with Jay on a lot of movies now. This will be like, what, number three or four? This is actually, num this is a fourth project. This is the second feature film. Mm -hmm. The other two, Choke on That, which you were part of. Yeah, Choke yeah. on That Reloaded. But yeah. Valley also was part of that, too. Yeah. Had two bad experiences. Couple, times. Couple bad experiences. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I told Jay this is probably his best work. Uh, what do you think, brother? I think I, this is going to really put y'all... I think, yeah. I mean, the writing, man, when I read the script, he, he actually sent me... He, I, I've pretty much been, been reading it, 
as he's been writing it. Right. And uh, he actually sent me the title even before he really started writing it. And once he finished like the first like 55 pages or so, like he just sent me a script. He sent me that 55 pages. And I like, I ran through it, man, like within a couple of days, which I never usually do. Right. And I'm sitting there waiting for the end. And he's like, I'm still working on it. Maybe about a couple months later, he sent me the ending of the uh, movie, and, and he actually revised some things. So there's some parts in this. Uh, I'm probably the only person that knows this that he cut out. So there's some things he cut out that would have been funny too, but it didn't work. So uh, I think I was just blown away by the script, and I do agree, man. I think this is probably his best work. Yeah, man. I think this 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 might be the one that uh, put y'all over, man. Uh, now, hey, tell us how you how you met Jay, man. How you? actually met Jay through uh, another Jay, Jay Hollins. Okay. Me and Jay, uh, me and Jay Hollins, I was, I was directing a lot of his music videos. And probably about, I want to say about four or five years ago, when uh, Jay was working on, Jay Davis <laughs> was working on Shots Fired. Right, yeah. I met him on, uh, he, he came on a set of one of my videos and, and did this goofy-ass dance. <laughs> so... <laughs> And he showed that he didn't have rhythm. But I mean, I, I met him, knew, found out he was funny, me and him connected. Yeah. And we shot uh, a couple sketches, and then that's the old sketches event. Those <laughs> sketches eventually uh, led to uh, the DVD, Choke on That uh, right. DVD. And then we, we did, uh, we started working on Choke on That Reloaded. And he sent me the script to Not Another Zombie Movie. And I asked me if I, if I was interested in, in working on it with that. And I said, yeah, man. I, I said, so, yeah, so the uh, the set, so while we were working on Choke on That Reloaded, uh, he sent me the script to Not Another Zombie Movie and asked me if I was interested in doing that. And I said, yeah, man. I said, I said, you know, this is this is a lot we got to do with this script. Yeah. And I, But I told him we couldn't wait for somebody to green light us. We know I could do it. I've, I've been working in TV for 13 years. Right, right. And uh, I just wanted to use my experience and, and everything that I've learned to kind of help him and, yeah. and try to, like, perfect everything, that the writing and everything that he had been doing. Yeah. Yeah, man, uh, you do great work, by the way. Oh, uh, I'm sure you already know that. Uh, I, I mean, thanks, man. I, I'm not one of those people that's like, you know, I'm probably the best director ever I'm, you know nah, I don't I don't think that I, I look at a lot of other people's work and I admire a lot of other people's work and yeah. I just I'm always grateful that somebody likes what I do or appreciates what I do man so it's not um right I like I like the professionalism I like how you you know one shot is not good enough even if you even if you know you got the right shot you said let's do it again yeah. and then you get from another angle then you like the last scene that I was part of you were getting it from angles that I was like <laughs> Wow, I didn't even right. think of like that is a pretty good angle because you know. Mm -hmm. So like, what's the process? We got a good guy uh, that works with us too, but uh, what's the process of you like when you got all those stills and stuff like that? Like, is that is that real complicated putting all that stuff together, man? Like that? Like, uh, it's it's staying organized. It's just being organized. It's like when when I when I like go like I said, I go over the script, and every every time we have a shoot day, I'll go over the script. And mm -hmm. I'll like try and break it down and, and put a, put together a shot list. Yeah. And like kind of organize how the order that I want to shoot things in. Mm -hmm. And a lot of this, I mean, a lot of people may not realize, man, me and Jay, we talk every day and we go over the script, we go over schedule, we go over wardrobe, we go over casting, we we go over it all. Right. And I mean, he makes a lot of the calls to a lot of people. Yeah. And, and it's the main contact person. You right. Know, but 
just because of my schedule, but a lot of times, man, like we're we're always, you know, making sure we're on the same page with a lot of things in terms of like how to look and everything is. So we we communicate a lot when it comes to, to these films, and that's why you see, you know, the finished product. Sometimes, I mean, it, it, you know, although it's not the biggest budget, yeah, we try to do the best we can with what we have. Well, right. it seems like you guys got a pretty good budget, though. Uh, <laughs> you got some good names on this. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, man. And uh, you know what else I like about it too? And I know because this is, this is the second time I've been at. Your crib, y'all always got food there, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got guy grilling, you got food. I mean, that's that's what's up right there. You guys know how to treat your people. So you saying we need to start uh, doing the show here more often? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what's your plans next week? Oh man, I don't, we, I don't know what we're shooting next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. no, we're no. doing a church scene next week, actually. Yeah. So yeah, we, we'll be uh, Jay Anthony Brown to be in town. And okay. We'll be working on his scenes and, and in the church. Cool, cool, cool. But it's 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 so. It's been so big. I mean, we still got a lot to do today, and but uh, a few scenes to do today. But that's on me. I'm sorry about that. But first it's, of all. Uh, it's just, it's like I say, it's, it's a process, and I think one of the things that I wanted to do, man, with this project, I wanted to learn from the mistakes I made on the last project. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize that you make you gonna make mistakes. Mm -hmm. You gotta learn from. Them. Are you your toughest critic? You think? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I see things now that I wish I could go back and change on, on past projects. Mm -hmm. You know, I try to be my toughest critic, but that's the one thing about having best friends that you work with, mm -hmm. they're my toughest critic. Right. They, they right. don't, it doesn't take to tell me, like mm -hmm. Belly just told me, said, you know you haven't done a good, a, a good interview without me, right? <laughs> my best friend, wow. brother, said, you know you haven't done, that, that, but, but you know, hey, that's what, that's what keeps you grounded, keeps you home, you gotta have your boys with but you. But see, man. yeah, that's <laughs> what I was gonna ask, uh, ask you, like, mm -hmm. how do you feel as working with Jay as far as just having a, a great partner? You know, when you have a good team, it seems that things always, uh, you know, work out better in the end. Yeah, well, we have fun when we do this, man. One of the things that I think we both want is we want people to feel comfortable when on set. Right. Mm -hmm. We want people to like, we want the set to be professional, but at the same time, kind of easy going. Because you hear, you hear nightmares, man, about, oh man, I was on the set and the director did this and yelled at somebody, right. and said this <laughs> right. and said that. So you know, between me, him, and then also Blackjack Johnson. Yeah. Who's Speaking my of Blackjack. Speaking right. of Blackjack. Yeah, well, yeah. well, I will say, CB, it's a lot easier to work on a set when you have some of the uh, visual the talent. illusions yeah. to keep you calm and relaxed. Now, now, this is your home, and uh, uh -oh. and uh, I remember, <laughs> I, you know what I remember last week? Um, I asked, I asked politely, I said, hey, is there any uh, more water? And I think that was your wife, she said, thank you for asking. So I guess somebody would, well, we'll edit that out, but what I'm trying to say is, how is it, you know, um, how do I want to ask that question? Because I'm trying to relate. I saw the to look me. on his face. Because like I'm, so I'm relating it to me because I know how my wife would be. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I get where you're going. You know, my, my wife would be like, look here. <laughs> look here. Right. Y'all motherfuckers stay down here. Okay? <laughs> Upstairs is, look, look, get Man. these people, you, or all y'all getting out of here. <laughs> you know, because you, you know, you're the boss, but you know who the real boss is. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And, I, and that's one of the things I have to be respectful of. And like, I've talked to my wife about, you know, shooting here and doing stuff and if she feels comfortable and lots I mean she's cool yeah. and supportive and you know this is what you know I want to do so she's going to support me in that mm -hmm. and I mean that's um that's a big thing that's great you, you got to have you got to have yeah. somebody support that's, that's going to support yeah. you yeah. and do things yeah. help you out so I mean a lot she's been actually running around here yeah, I see. doing stuff and, and, and getting you know getting things yeah. just for this event 
and doing whatever I need, you know, asking, do you need this? Do you need that? I think right now she might be fixing my plate. <laughs> That's what's up, man. You know, she just fixed my daughter's plate, and I really appreciate yeah, right. that, man. You know, she didn't have to even do that, yo. Right. So, you know, I mean, y'all have, like you said, a great setting, man. Mm -hmm. You know, everything is very professional, man. You know, I mean, and it fits the, the, the cast that you have, you know. you. You're gonna, you're gonna bring in the big guns. You gotta have it, you know, set up right. And you right. guys are doing a great job at that, Dante. Dante yeah. Dees. Now you say you've been in the game for like what, 13 years now? Well, I've been in TV for 13 years. I've actually been doing video, uh, video production for 17 years. Nice. I started back in '99 when I was in college. Okay, what college? I went to Illinois State. Okay. Yep. So I went to ISU. Actually, I saw one. I saw me. Uh, I think we got a mutual friend. Oh, uh, for Jermaine. real? That's my guy. Which Jermaine? Uh, Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, my that's cousin. A friend. That's a friend of mine. Oh, okay. Man. But uh, we actually, we used to, that was my, that's my homie. Like, okay. We hung out freshman, sophomore, junior until oh, he left okay. school. Yeah, that's my cousin. Oh, really? That's fam, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. that's my guy. Him okay. and uh, some other cats from out south. Okay. But you know, I started, um, I started doing all the video in '99. Like my parents got me a, a VHS camera. <laughs> right. I went on campus. I actually was videotaping them. That the heavy shoulder joint. I was right. No, yeah. it was small. It was handheld. The small one. Okay. Oh, the mini, the mini, oh, mini okay. cam. Yeah, yeah. The HSC. Yeah, okay. compact. So and you had to take the little small tapes and then put it in the big tape to put it in the. Yep. Yep. That yeah. adapter. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now I'm glad you brought that up. Back now, in the day. How was that editing? Like you know, you get you a Mac now. The Mac does pretty much everything, but you still have. If you <laughs> if you got any sense, it still <laughs> had. You still have control over. But um, back in the day, you didn't have control. You. you you what you did back then in order to get that in the computer because I actually started I've been computer editing since '99 too. Yeah. And uh, what you what I used to do I had this thing called a breakout box uh -huh. or a Dazzle Digital Video Creator and you had to plug in you got it plugged in RCA jacks into the into the uh, the port and it actually would go into the printer port. They had two of them. They had one that went USB mm -hmm. and they had one that went to the printer port. The old <laughs> printer ports back then. Wow. And so you connect it and then the app. You know, the software was on the computer. Right. You bring all your video in. You can even bring it in from the VCR into the computer, and that's how you would edit. You had two, you know, separate uh, programs you could edit. And I mean, this is—it's essentially like it is now. It's just—it right. wasn't digital. Okay. You know? right. Does it take? How 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 much time have you saved? Now a lot, yeah, a lot, right. A you lot can of time. you can go to the Best Buy, Walmart, and stand over a printer and put in your Wi-Fi, and you you print something oh, yeah. from your phone. Yeah. That's all I yeah. am here. I got straight wireless. I got two wireless printers, man. I can print on either yeah. floor, mm -hmm. and yeah, know, whenever I need to. Yeah, you know, technology is crazy, man. I mean, even just doing this, doing yeah. doing movies. But it's always good to have that background that you have because like then you can have control over because a lot of people you'll see they just use templates and stuff right, like that right but now you know somebody like you you've done it you've done it manually oh, right, so yeah. now you can like, actually control because i've seen a lot of guys well, i'll just i'll just put it in this template and just oh no i, you know, I, I mean being in, in tv and also uh doing it on my own man I've, I've had to use like i've edited tape to tape yeah which Dang. is like you know digital tape like beta tape and beta tape and you know for news right where i mean you gotta physically do edit points and all mm -hmm, that stuff right. and then edit audio on a separate channel it, it's 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 crazy and um i know it's time consuming man yeah. it actually it wasn't it to be surprised surprisingly once you get like you know efficient at it you know you actually start chopping everything up man and it's like i used to be able to edit something in like 10 to 15 minutes 
a, a, how long of a, a, a video? I mean, it was, you know, for news, for okay. TV. Okay. I mean, we don't have, we got tight deadlines. So for yeah. TV, you know, right. we don't, we don't have a day. Yeah. We have minutes. Minutes, right. <laughs> So those days where, you know, I got to, you know, I, I'm in the truck and I got to get back and, and edit something and I got a five o'clock show. Yeah. That I gotta be have my story in. I gotta have it edited by four forty-five. Right. If I'm there, if I'm there at like four thirty or you know four twenty, I gotta have I gotta edit that in twenty, you know minutes, twenty thirty minutes. You still with the uh, same station? Yeah, I'm with uh, NBC right now. Okay. I work for NBC, I work for CLTV, uh, and I also used to edit for the Big Ten Network. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. that's what's up. Yep. Nice so, man. It's been I. Like I said, I've been doing it a while. You yeah. know, I haven't necessarily been—I don't think a big name on the film scene. You know, but I've been in the city, yeah. just constantly grinding. Yeah, you grinding though. Yeah, yep. yeah, grinding. You definitely grinding, man. Like what y'all doing, man. Like I said, okay, I know how Jay thinks. Uh, <laughs> right, right after, right after he does one movie, he's already—and that's that's why he's successful. He's already thinking about the next. Have you guys got any hints of what's what's the what, what's the next movie? Because I I thought after not another zombie movie, he said, "Yo, I'm just gonna chill and, and work this." And then a, mo a week later, he said, "I got this movie called Another Another Black Movie." He so. at the premiere, I think around the night of the premiere, he sent me a text, and it said, "And it said, uh, hey man, what do you think of the name Not Another Black Movie?" <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I just I just start shaking my head. I texted him back. I said, "Dude," I said. I said, yeah, you got something there. And so he started, we started going back and forth talking about things. I told him, need my help or input on this, let me know. I said, I've, you know, watched all these films and I could, you know, be, be of some input. Like, I think the, the, I think two things that I've contributed to this, pretty much that I could say I contributed was, uh, you know, Famo being Uncle Earl. Yeah, I, everybody got Uncle Earl. And I, <laughs> trying and to find I, Uncle we, Earl. we did a sketch with him. Yeah. And I mean, when he, I had left my mic at his barbershop, he cuts hair. So I went to the barbershop, getting my, getting my hair cut by him, and he's got me cracking up, man. Like, I'm about to, like, get my head, like, messed up because he's, <laughs> I'm, like, laughing. <laughs> much, man. And so I told, when he, when I read the script, I told Jay, I said, you got to get Famo. I said, he's got the voice. He's got, I mean, that's, that's Uncle Earl. Mm -hmm. And then I said the, the the braids that Jackson wears. <laughs> I yeah. said the Shamar Moore. We said we yeah. got to put. As soon as I put saw that picture, Shamar Moore wig. Oh my God! As soon as I saw that picture, I'm like man, this dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, so those are the two things I guess I can take hey, credit for. Have you ever had to tell Jay like, no man, we we're not gonna do that. Let's let's yeah. let's let's think. Oh yeah, I've had to. Because I know how his mind works. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He just was just. <laughs> yeah, I've I've had to. Uh, <laughs> Why you ain't tell him no on that damn scene I had to do in the hotel? You should have told him no on that one, brother. Be a man. Why you ain't tell him no? <laughs> <laughs> you I don't to... know. I think he tricked you on that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, man. At least we ain't see your face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think was... my sock was showing. Yeah, man. True. You got, you got some explaining to do to your son, brother. Hey. <laughs> he just said you ain't see my face, though. So. Edit, originally, edit. The, edit first, the first sketch we were supposed to shoot I didn't shoot it well because mm -hmm. he did uh, You've Been Shitted On. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so when he did that, it was the one where the pastor uh, had the kid or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, 
nah, man, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Like, so I, I, didn't, I, I didn't do that one because uh, I, like, I felt like that was crossing the line. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, everything after that I did. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good. But, see, that's what I'm talking that's about. You, you got to have a team like that. You can't have a bunch of yes men around yep. you, man. You got to have nope. people that's going to be like, mm-hmm. bruh, come on. Right. You know what I mean? Like hey. instead of have people like, okay, okay, let's do it, let's nah. do it. Hey, and then it then it bombs on you like, uh like motherfucker, yeah. why you ain't say you was right him, next yeah. to exactly. me. Exactly. You know? Right. And I told him, I said, I said, you know, man, I can't be a part of something and just I'm not just gonna come on set and just shoot. Yeah. I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I am I'm, I'm I've always been type to put my input in and, and kind of you know, kinda arrange things and, and do, you know, kinda take over a little bit. Yeah. And I think I, my kind of co-workers who can attest to that because they say I'm kind of difficult when it comes to <laughs> 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 gotta be sometimes. Well, they be. like me though. They did, but they just say like, you know, I'm I'm to I'm, I'm serious when it comes to that. Yeah. And just kind of I guess kind of perfectionist, but yeah, you gotta you know, be. I think we both uh, we both had the same goal, and I think like a lot of times, man, he like when we sh- finish shooting, and even when we when I'm editing or whatever. He'll come through and we'll, you know, we'll be doing stuff and he may point some stuff out yeah. or say something and I'm like, you know what, that's a good idea. Let's let's change this or let's do this or let's do that. Right. And so, and also with Blackjack, same thing. They, you know, it's pretty much all three of us kind of, you know, bouncing ideas off of right. each other. Y'all familiar with each other. Right. Cool. And we just get on the same page mm-hmm. and try to make sure we put out the best projects right. that we can. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. What was the last? Sorry, CB. What was the last uh, premiere? Was that the patio? Yeah. Is uh, it gonna yeah. be the same, the same place possibly for uh, this movie? Possibly. We're looking at Black Friday uh, this year okay. as, a, as a projected uh, premiere date. So I don't know. I don't know if it's the patio. I don't know what what the place we got. Patio loves us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, I bet they do. Y'all feel that? We sell it out up. every rip. Yeah. Right. So they, yeah, they, 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 they love us. Yeah, but, but they uh, do. I mean, we may we may look at another venue. I like. I mean, the patio is they they can accommodate if we mm-hmm. have another eight hundred plus people show up. Right. right. I don't see why so, not. Right. Right. So right. hopefully for this man, I mean, we you know one of the things that was big for us today was working with Janet Huber. Right. And okay. she was she was great, man. You know, I don't care what people say. I see Jay coming right now. <laughs> Uh, with look at, look with at that this red shirt. shirt. Can y'all see you can't shirt? miss him. You're like, Kool-Aid. Hey, Kool-Aid. Like, Kool-Aid. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, give, a, give, give us your contact, man, all our listeners, man. All your social right. media. Yeah. I am on Facebook, Dante Diesel. Uh, it's Dante Diesel everything. Dante Diesel on Instagram, Dante Diesel on Twitter. I'm really not on Twitter, though. Right. But, yeah. You I can lo- reach me. And also, my website, dieselworldproductions.com. Yeah, I learned that from Jay. Whenever Jay used to ask, uh, "What's your uh, social media?" Means uh, means it's a rap. Right. I learned that from him. <laughs> Jay looked like he about two two uh, degrees away from passing out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hey, I know, right? I tell you what, one time, hey Dante, check this out. One time we had somebody on, and <laughs> Jay was like, "Hey, you ever heard of these people?" I was like, "Nah." He said, "Fuck." He said, "So basically, he said, hey, welcome back to the Jay Davis show." Two minutes into it, hey, where can I get your social media? <laughs> All right, it's a wrap. <laughs> that sounds like Jay. Yeah. Davis. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that's it, man. <laughs> Remember that, Jay? Two, two minutes in, you were like, hey, what's your social media? <laughs> that, that sounds about right. <laughs> I want to know who. <laughs> I forgot who it was, man. But I was like, it was, it was a wrap. You probably go on YouTube and check it out, man. But that's Dante <laughs> Diesel on the set of another, not another black movie. 
Man, you guys are doing it big, brother. Appreciate you coming on Inside the Cave, man. Thank y'all, man. Thank y'all. Appreciate y'all for coming out. Hey, yeah, thanks man. for the hospitality, too, yeah. man. Help y'all sell this food. Drinks, food. Oh, don't tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> big Dogs Country Rap Team of the Week. Big Dogs Country Rap Team of the Week. Oh, I get him From my block to your block, nigga. The world belongs to who? The world belongs to us. In the south, nigga. In the south, nigga. Inside the cage. Watching that old dog. Oh, in the club, nigga. Shaking them hoes off. Popping my foes off. Ain't nothing changed. Or catch me on the block with thugs. Knocking them hoes off. Bagging that throw, nigga. Stacking that dough. Clapping that foes and I'm laughing at hoes. Holding them dice and I'm breaking your bank. You see this shit, Rockefeller, make with the tank. Even without the airplay, platinum over here, say, it's your year, Jay. Get off my dick, been my year. You talking to a winner here. Iceberg, when I swear, Lenny Jill. Inside the cave. Yeah, old boy, this is the official Hustlers Anthem. You getting money? Inside the cave. More than the hustle, I'm the definition of it. Master chef, lord of the kitchen cupboard. More than a street legend, homie, it's over. More than a relief pitcher, I'm the closer. The Mariano of the Marriott. Ah, if money talks, the whole world about to hear me out. See, I'm a hustler's hope. I'm not his pipe dreams. So when they speak of success, I'm what they might mean. Attract money, my worst color is light green. My favorite hue is Jay-Z blue. Don't follow me, young, and follow my moves. I'm not a role model. A bad influence got the world drinking gold bottles. Lee Films. Ferrari or Jaguar switching four lanes Top down screaming out money ain't a thing Bubble hard in the double law Flashing the rings with the window crack Holla back money ain't a thing Jigga I don't like it if it don't gleam Gleam in the hell with the price but the money ain't a thing Put it down hard for my dogs that's locked in the thing When you hit the bricks new whips money ain't a thing Yeah I wanna floss with us All across the board we burn it up Drop a little paper baby toss it up Slacking on your pimpin' turn it up Inside the cage Sign a check for your hoes. Jigga style is love. X and O. Save all your accolades. Just the dough. My game is wide. All names aside. Trying to stay alive. Hundred down for the bracelet. Foolish ain't out of chain to strain your eye. Twin platinum gun, son. Aim for the sky. Ice on my bullet. You die soon as I pull it. Willies want to rub shoulders. The money's too young. See me when it gets older. Your bank account grow up. Mine's is one zero 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 old up. Damn near out the rear trunk when I roll up. Motai till I close up. It's all basic. I've been spending hundreds since they had three B films. It's just different. I know it feels different. This is what Inside the cave. I only love it for eyes brown. Play this shit while you play around with my crown. King HO, y'all should know by now. But if you don't know, uh, means on the wall in all my rooms. Niggas couldn't fuck with my daughter's room. Niggas couldn't walk in my daughter's socks. Banksy bitches, Basquiat. I ran through that buck 50 live nation running me. They working on another deal, they talking 250. I'm holding out for three. 275 and I just might agree. XD boy used to park my beamer. Now look at me, I can park in my own arena. I only love it for we've new. I'm still a hood nigga, what you want me to do? 
Been hopping out to be him with your BM. Taking the places you can't go with your BDM. Screaming copy DM until I'm a dead poet. Robin Williams shit. I deserve a golden globe, bitch. Take an ace in the meanwhile You ain't gotta keep this calendar It's just a freestyle Fuck rap money I made more of crates Fuck show money I spent that on drapes Close the curtains Fuck boy out my face I whipped the coat Let the lawyer beat the case Murder was the case That they gave me I killed the Hermes store Somebody saved me Stuck to the max Like wavy Oh shit Oh Stuntin' to the max, I'm so wavy Used to shop for TJ Maxx back in 83 I don't even know if it was open then I ain't no Oprah then Had the XL80 bike Loud motor, they be like, damn, when I'm coming through Ring Had a grill in 88 Y'all niggas is late You got all that, right? Inside the cave Inside the cave. Young in his button ups, but I'm still cutting up. Don't have me sit down his jacket, open the oven up. The heat's drawn, and then I heat performers up like long johns or LEG warmers. And be gone in this week's preference. The six deuce wagon, never the five seven. You don't need cable to see how I'm living. All you need is a table in the VIP section. Life after rap has been good to me. I'm right back to show you what's hood with me. Since I retired, I've tried to acquire the nets. Live wire, I told you I aspire for best. Long cry from being under the eye of the IRS. Your boy's on fuego like San Diego. Your boy's been focused since Treyo. And I ain't talking about my age, though. My payroll. Lane to lane on them thing to things. I give you nightmares when the year change. I change, nigga, I'm right here. We can go thing for thing. We go toy for toy, nigga, blank for blank. Bitch for bitch, nigga, wrist for wrist, you go Oh for everything, I'm six for six, young Matt Sill Inc. custom t-shirts, the Midwest hustles harder Matt Sill Inc. Midwest hustles harder The Midwest dopest, at Matt Sill Inc. on Instagram Your local addict's favorite hustler Alright, welcome back inside the cage Shout out to Big Dog and that slick ass Jay-Z country rap tune of the week. Nice mix. Alright, let's get into this. Before we get into the dirt sheets, uh, everybody, give me your favorite. If for those that don't know, this is tw- Jay-Z's been in the game 20 years. Reasonable Doubt came out in 96. 20 years later, he's still around. The best rapper ever. Everybody, let's go around. Give me your best number one. I just want one. Your top Jay-Z rap song of all time. Cat, give me your favorite Jay-Z rap song of all time. Dead presidents from reasonable doubt, my all time. That's a good choice. Who you got, Veli? 
all them songs and she stole your song, Joe? Yeah, yeah, she stole my songs. I was gonna say dead presidents. Who you got, Joe? They got a million songs. All right. Don't touch lettuce, stack cheddar. That's my favorite song ever on earth. I'm such a big Jay Z fan, but like old Jay Z, like black album Jay Z. Mm-hmm. All right, mine CB, and of course we know Jay got got them hundreds of songs, damn near thousands of songs. But my favorite song is off of Volume One, Where I'm From. Nice, nice. Big dog, this is gonna be interesting. Let me hear yours. What's your favorite, Jay Z? Give me one. Just give me one. Without a stuffing rapper. I'm not gonna say this is my favorite Jay Z song, but when I got introduced to Jay Z, he was on that big pepper. Damn. I felt it coming. So you did So you never heard of Jay Z before Big Pimpin? I mean I heard of him, but I ain't fuck with him like that. <laughs> I mean Jay, Jay just went popping in the South like that, bro. Wow. Rest in peace, Pimp C. What you know about Pimp C, Cat? Hey, hey, dog. What about that Henry mix when he was uh him and Juvenile? I mean, Juvenile just ain't do it, man. I mean, before he got on that big pimping, bro, he just went popping in the south like that. Mm. Yeah, that song got him over down there. I think it crossed both of them over to be, you know, what I'm saying, to be honest. Yeah, that was the plan. What you got? What you got? C to the B. Oh, it's easy. Uh, you don't know from Blueprint. That's easy. That's easy. Yeah, that definitely made my top ten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And by the way, uh, everybody listening, go to InsideTheCaveBlog.com. You can check out all of ours top ten Jay Z songs of all time on InsideTheCaveBlog.com. Go to that, and you can listen. Look at all Since of our. Since stole my song, I want to say Black Republican. Him and Nas. Yeah, that's, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good one too. All right. All right. because Nas was on the song. Uh, hey, but real quick, real quick, that um, that new joint, DJ Khaled, Future, and Jay, that shit goes super hard. Yeah, we just we just we just played that. You didn't hear it? We just played that, dummy. I know. I'm saying it again. <laughs> that shit goes super hard. I think the song with him and uh, Push on it is better. That's goes super hard. But I'm gonna have to go with Future because Future made the song to me. I'm sorry. And yeah, and yeah, Jay, my favorite rapper, but I'm still going on the limb and say Future made the song with that hook. Right. Email I, me if y'all want to. All right. Hey, make sure you go to our uh, InsideTheCaveBlog.com and check out our top 10 uh, Jay-Z songs from the Inside the Cave. This is our favorite ones. You tell us what you think about that on InsideTheCaveBlog.com. All right. Now it's time for our favorite part of the show. Dude, I ain't doing this. Oh uh, man, we got. I don't know what to do, man. <laughs> I can't end it. Like, send a bunch of naked pictures for the turn sheets. All right, well, that's women only. That's for every day. All right, Valley Vel. Uh, all right, that was the dirt sheets, I guess. Valley <laughs> <laughs> Vel. <let's... laughs> Next time you better email me. I mean, text message me. I call me, nigga. I don't read no email. Oh man. Uh, all right. Okay, Belly Bell, let's wrap this show up. What you got, brother? <laughs> what up? What up, crew? What's going on, everybody? Y'all ready to wrap this show up, man? Yeah, more now than ever. <laughs> All right, brothers. Let's go in with this one. Did dog say a woman breastfed her baby after a night full of cocaine? <laughs> Wait, what? Did we witness our first ever cat versus the dog battle? Mm. Wait, what? That was a good one. Did the twins make me forget I was lactose intolerant? <laughs> Thanks, cat. 
Wait, what? Why are me and Joe trying to get that white boy beat up? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Why is she with him if his balls smell like chilling testicles, Joe? <laughs> man got chilling testicles. Can't Wait, make this what? up. Yeah, that, 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 that story's still crazy, man. Can't make this stuff up, bro. We can't make it up. Hey, lady who said we make this shit up We not making it up lady Did dog tell the baller with musty balls Pause <laughs> To stop wiping his ass back to front <laughs> <laughs> Hey man you can't wipe your shit Then wipe your balls man That shit don't mix brother <laughs> <laughs> And CB Was that not the greatest dirt sheets of all time <laughs> <laughs> Wait What well, Call me a text me. And that is the wrap up with your man Belly underscore Bell. What up, ghost? The wrap up with Belly Bell. Ain't no stopping us. Oh man. Well, that was a good wrap up, Belly Bell. Ghost, go ahead. Cousin Lamar is here. Go ahead, cuz. Say something. People miss you, man. Shit. What up? What up? I know. It's, it's been a long time. Been a long time, fellas. What you been doing, man? Man, shit, I've been grinding, man. Working on that next hustle. About to, about to leave corporate America and go back to my own hustle, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that, brother. I hate you. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Glad- CB, next time, email inside the cave, and then I get it from there. Just tell me what's going on. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, CB. Because you email me, I ain't getting shit. Nigga, I got like 80,000 emails on my shit. I'll read that shit. No, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, damn. All right. All right. Well, that was uh, yeah, shot once again. We want to say shout out to Dante Diesel and Jay Davis on uh, not another black movie. That was it. Uh, and everybody that's listening to us everywhere. Shout out to Three Leaf Films, Rolling International D's, said, and cousin Lamar has made it back. Even though we about to end the show, he's here. <laughs> oh, I got another idea, CB. What? Oh shit. Next time, take whatever we're doing on the show, mm-hmm. put it on the naked bitch, and send it to my uh, IG. Cool. Wait, what? Hey, hey, cuz, you got anybody for kill yourself and start off before I close up? You got anybody you want to say? If you heard CB open a ranch, you'll be telling him to kill himself and start over. <laughs> oh, damn. That shit. <laughs> oh, man, shit. Let's see, off the top of the head. Um... No, I was reading some shit the other day, but no, it ain't coming to me right now. I'm going to have to say this shit the next time. All right. Well, that's cool, then. All right. Well, go ahead, cuz. I'll let you close us out and get us out of here, man. Oh, damn. Well, all right. (laughs) Well, thank y'all for coming out. God bless you. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Catch y'all ass next time on this side of the cave. Yeah, I'm going to be sick next episode. (laughs) Oh, yeah? That's that's exotic. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. You're on the number one show inside the cave. Three Lee Films.